live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Great to be with you on another edition of the show. There is a big weekend of racing ahead of us around New Zealand. Joining us again for the program to preview it all and to guide us through the weekend ahead is the CEO of the Waikato Thoroughbred Racing, Butch Castles. Butch, morning. Good to speak to you again. How's things? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jordan. Yes, you're right. Uh, big days racing at Hastings. We're going to focus on that. Good day at Ashburton as well. And there'll be plenty of eyes across the Tasman as we look on towards the Everest in particular with I Wish. I win carrying the hopes of a nation. But looking forward to Hawke's Bay. It's one of our better race days of the entire year. Livermore Classic, the feature, but plenty on the undercard as well. What does this weekend mean for you, Butch? What does it look like? How are you going to be spending it? Actually going to Hawke's Bay, going to be uh, on track for Livermore Day. Of course, spent uh, four years as CEO there at Hastings, so it's a day that's pretty special to me and looking forward uh, to it. It's also a day where we celebrate a dear friend of ours uh, who passed away a number of years ago, Dan Desposito. So hopefully we can back the winner of the memorial in Dan's name. All right, let's get stuck into it then. So Hawke's Bay is where all eyes will be in New Zealand for racing on these shores. And joining us first up on the program, we'll speak to Joe Doyle a little bit later on, so stick around for that. But first up is Bevan Sweeney. Bevan, great to speak to you. How's things? Oh, they're really good, uh, boys. Uh, really looking forward to tomorrow. There's real momentum around the industry, and tomorrow will be another point of interest uh, with what's happening at the Bay, what's happening across the Tasman, uh, Trackside Premier kicks off uh, tomorrow on TVNZ as well, Sky Pop-Up Channel. Uh, so it'll be a massive day of coverage. I don't think racing uh, will be in front of more eyes than it will be on Saturday than it has been for a very long time. For sure, Bevan. Uh, welcome. That came on the middle day of the carnival. Looks like it's well and truly uh, not going to turn up tomorrow. Should be a near-perfect surface at Hawke's Bay. Yeah, I looked through the forecast when we were doing the form Thursday, but it went 21, 22, 24 and fine. So uh, that track should firm up to an absolute perfect uh, condition. And look, if you're good enough, you should be winning tomorrow. Thought we'd start looking at Dan's race, race five, and a couple of very progressive horses, in my opinion, Adam I Am and Channel Surfer. Could you separate them? Well, the money's saying, Adam, I am. They took the patient approach with this source and uh, look at Julie delivered at Matter Matter and put them away by absolute margin. Channel Super won day number two on the off-track conditions, I think purely on class. They really do uh, stand out in this particular race. I think draws are probably key. Adam, I am, uh, is drawn uh, inside. It has been awkwardly away, so that might cause an issue. I think the professionalism of Channel Super should see him in the first half of the field under an informed uh, Joe Doyle. So they're the clear top two selections. I think myself, I'd say Channel Surf is probably the one with the runs on the board to suggest his price is a little bit uh, over, but the money has come for the three. I'm not counting out Pops of Goosey. I really do like this horse's preparation, which I think it's really furnished nicely uh, for Lisa Ladder. Jay Riddell's in the saddle. Chase Tone, Channel Surfer, and I really like it on the better track conditions uh, at a price. But, yeah, they're two very sharp ones in race five, the one and three. One of the features, uh, Bevan, is the Valley Divine Restaurant Spring Sprint. Good enough field to hear one that'll be really interesting for our Australian listeners is Max Schnell back from Sydney town, but romancing the moon, the one the punters have come for. Oh, well, she's a living classic winner, and she returned to the races at Taupo, and she just jumped to Ren, and albeit green was too good uh, in a sharp enough sort of race, 
but she's got the right draw to put herself right in the mix again. And look, she looks as though she's come back as a four-year-old mare, as uh, a horse that's going to be in the best of company. Uh, Matt Chanel, yes, you go back through his runs, uh, Rosehall, Ramwick in recent times, and we're at six. From an inside gate with Craig Grills of Boyd, you'd imagine he's right in the mix, and he gets in with a, a very good weight of 55 kilos uh, for him. The plus three was really good from last uh, on day number one. The one I'll be keeping a close eye on is another of Lisa Lade. It's not of the head. I thought he was really good behind Old Town Road. I thought he was very good on day number on day number one uh, behind Fashion Shoot. Uh, the draw's a little bit of niggle uh, here for Joe, but he has been riding fantastically. Gets him with 53 kilos. Third up, there's a sense of timing there. And to be honest, I was a bit surprised. Spring Tide was put out at... But he's twenty five, twenty six dollars. He was only two lengths off skew with. I know it wait for age, so he has to carry the fifty nine, giving a fair bit of weight away. Uh, but he's he's a very sharp uh, horse, and I think he'll get away with one on better track conditions, Butcher. Yeah, there's one at the bottom in colours you know well, Christopher and Susanna Grace's colours. Pukatero, mm. don't give that one up. It's a very, very smart mare. Righto, race number seven. Uh, thought that the local Rockburn might be just hard enough to beat res- after that resuming run. This is a hot race. Uh, review this one uh, throughout the next week or so because you'll find plenty of winners coming out of this race. Look, it's that strong that I'm going to be price-driven in my selection, and I went with a, a horse called Eparima. Uh This is a horse who's a track and distance winner at the end of last preparation. Slow way out of Awapuni, just blew out the last 100 metres uh, in behind Idyllic, who's a speed machine. I think Guy Larry's got this uh, horse spot on for tomorrow from a good gate. Uh, Jonathan Parks rides, uh, so should be right in the mix. I do really rate this horse. I think it'll be fantastically uh, advantaged by the better track conditions. Uh, its price is where I'm at. It's $12. I think that's outstanding. Mr Bully T, very smart horse. Opie Bolson on board, good gate. It'd be no surprise if that horse was to get across the top of him. It can really finish hard. And Rockburn, yes, it was eye-catching behind a smart one. And Jimmy Starr, who is now over the ditch, I understand. Has to carry 60, middling sort of gate. Scraper Riddell aboard is always an assist. Expect it to be right in the mix. But we might have missed the winner here, uh, Butch. Uh, Platinum 66 was great. It fresh up. Pepe Ha, his ability. This is a real race to be following with interest going forward over the next month or so. Mm, great start to the quaddy. Righto, the feature, the favourite, uh, Mustang Valley. She was so good on the middle day on a track that suited. She's going to get a better track, as you said. It's probably going to get back into the good range. Uh, her record uh, on better tracks, she's only well, she's only placed once of nine on a good track, which has got to be a concern, but she is high class. Yeah, she's absolute class, and that's the fact that we'll see her in a lot of bets in the punter of the year, which, of course, is, uh, again, on Saturday at Hastings. Yeah, the track conditions are a slight worry. The draw's not, the jockey's not, the trainer's not, and yeah, you add in that class factor, you say, well, there's no reason why she can't, apart from the track conditions, which brings it back to the field. If this was a rain-affected track, I think she'd probably win uh, for fun, as she did last season. But the one I'm going to go with is Pearl of Alsace. I think this horse has been... Uh, her train to the minute. It's avoided the bay through its first couple of runs. Ruakaka, well, it just got so far off them, went down half a length. But only just got there at Tarapa. Uh, but I think there was a lot of improvement in this horse, and I don't think it was suited by the track conditions. I, I think she'll really improve into her performance on Saturday. Yes, uh, 2,040 metres might be a question mark for her, but she's drawn to get a, a lot of cover from the, the ace. So she should get a soft trip. I just always thought she had a, a fair amount of class. And at 4.20, I'm happy to, happy to take a chance. 
Uh, ladies, men, well, that'll be a, a telling day for Alan Sherrick and the ownership group there, whether they head to Australia. But he's going well. Uh, the track conditions, again, he's got a great record, uh, three from five on good track conditions. I remember that one at Tarapa suggested that he is right up there with the best of them. The Fibrillate, he's a good staying horse. Uh, Tom's ticking was eye-catching in uh, day number one. So there's some nice new stars coming into this race, uh, but I'll go with Pulevel Sass, Mastang Valley with a, a touch of class, and don't count out ladies' man in the future. Righto, race number nine, the second to last of the quaddy. Didn't know which way to go this uh, race. Very uh, speedy customer in number 10, Idyllic. Very, very quick, Butcher. There's no doubt, even from the 10 gut, this horse will be leading. Uh, this is a step up, like it won a 65 at the 1100 metres last time, but uh, not the quality uh, that it faced uh, that day into Saturday. Gate's going to be a niggle, less all pressure will certainly be positive. There's only one way to ride that particular horse. So if it's getting tired the last uh, 100 metres or so, there's a few that will be flashing. I think Candle's one of those. Just missed behind Duncan Creek last time. Uh, she's got an exceptional turn of foot when right. She needs cover. If she gets that one quick look at them, she can get across the top of them. And my old girlfriend, she's a catch with Opie Boston aboard. She hasn't won as many races as I thought she would, but if she gets it absolutely right, she'll be right in the mix as well. Mickey Hoodle has a nice me there and express yourself as well. But it's not idyllic. I think Guy Larry might be in for a great day at the Bay on Saturday. Righto, the last, the Intain New Zealand punter of the year, Premier. There'll be desperate punting going on on this race to try and win the competition. What do they need to be on, you reckon? Oh, now this is a this is a trick race, in my opinion. You've got uh, Polygon uh, returning to the races after being over in the ATC Oaks. Uh, she does uh, have a record fresh. I've always thought Ferraleone was a nice horse, and uh, whether the track conditions will suit uh, that, me, there's a good race in here as well. Duncan Creek for our very own uh, Patrick Campbell. He got the win last time. Uh, he is a, a nice horse as well. Syndicato is the one that really interests me. Coming back from the open handicap, he was beaten three and a half uh, on track conditions that uh, clearly did not suit him. We know he's a good horse. Uh, he has been across the ditch. He's come back. Royden's uh, got a nice team around him. His price just interests me, but uh, look, there's a host of winners, uh, or potential winners rather, in this particular race. So, if you're in the punter of the year, I think if you, like, this is the sort of race, if you're in the punter of the year, which are, there's a few spots you can spread a little bit of money and take the whole competition out because the winner is not uh, clear cut. But maybe Syndicato, Duncan Creek's a really nice horse, Ferry Leone for Josh Shaw has also got a, a lot of ability. But yeah, it's not an easy way for those fellows and Felices to get out in the punter of the year race number 10 tomorrow. No, it's sure not. And like everyone, you'll have an opinion on the Everest, and it is. Oh, look, I'm with the company. Uh, I have to stick with myself. <laughs> I just think um, if I say the wrong We all thing, like getting paid. <laughs> yeah, we all like, we all like getting Monday. paid, Bevan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I've got the cap. I'll have the jacket. Don't you worry about that. But, uh, look, I'm hopeful. And, and why not, Butch? Everyone's talking yeah. about an inside draw. But, hey, you'd rather draw inside than the car park, wouldn't you? And, um, look, he used an inside draw at his most recent start. He posied up. He came across fields. He got a split. And he just blew out the last little bit. So why not from an inside draw? I'm sure they'll be going hammer and tong, so they're going to spread out a bit. I think he'll get his opportunity. And, yeah, I think the whole nation will have their fingers crossed uh, tomorrow afternoon that he can get the job done. And that'll be a massive thrill for everyone who's jumped on the bandwagon, which we all hope they would and they have. And it's really positive for us all.
Yeah, sure is. Thanks for your time. We'll catch up tomorrow. At, we'll catch up at the bay. Look forward to it. Well, I'd love to see you there, Butch, and uh, look forward to what should be a massive day for the industry tomorrow. Indeed. Bevan Sweeney with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Always great having him on. We will take a break and we'll continue on the theme of Hawks Bay next with Joe Doyle. Live on SEN Track, welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis here. Butch Castle's with us as always, ahead of a big weekend in racing right around New Zealand and in Australia, of course, with I Wish I Win at the Everest uh, coming up this weekend. Our next guest on the show, he'll be riding at Hawke's Bay. His name is Joe Doyle. He's with us here on the program. Morning, Joe. How's things? All good, guys. How are we all doing? Yeah, g'day, Joe Butch here. Look, uh, you've had a wonderful start to the season, running second in the Premiership, first one to a million in stakes, and looking at the book, you should uh, be able to add to that tomorrow. You kick off with a cracking ride in race one. Molly Bloom, she was so impressive resuming at Taupo. Yeah, look, um, she's one She's one we think quite a bit of. Um, so, look, drawing eight of nine is not ideal you know, that 1,300-metre start. But look, she, you know, we think she's got a bit of class, so ho- hopefully it gets her through. Yeah, for sure. She's short price. Race two, uh, you rode uh, this winner uh, at Woodville, Dorothy's daughter, and she did set donkey lick them. Got to go up in class tomorrow, but, gee, they don't win by six lengths that often. No, look, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll find out if she can compete compete on uh on a saturday but uh yeah and it, and and a real tough draw but look she did bolt up so hopefully race number three uh, joe uh, this one's a model of consistency uh, bar zetti two four two three two the form line you wrote it uh two starts ago when ran third at hastings got to be competitive again just on uh, what it's showing race day yeah look you know probably unlucky not to have more races won, but you know, should be bang there, surely. <laughs> it's got the good draw, can posse up somewhere thereabouts. Yeah, that's it. Good oil will probably fly along and we'll just, uh, you know, give him, give him something to aim at. Yeah, for sure. Race four, you ride one here for Lisa Ladder, and you've really struck up a wonderful association with that stable. Of course, Group One win uh, before the end of the season, before you went home, and uh, now back. But it's a stable that's providing you with plenty of winners, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Look, I'm very grateful to Lisa, and you'd you'd be a fool to discount any or any of her horses down there um, tomorrow. Apache Ann, the one we're talking about in race four, she's resuming, but uh, I know she's got lots of ability. Yeah, that's it. She knows how to knows how to run well and knows how to win. So look, you know we're we're probably more hopeful than confident, but uh, you know if if she ran well, they'd be delighted. Gee, this horse uh, promised so much for a long time. He he ran in a derby of his year. He's come back and won two in a row. Channel Surfer in race five, number one. And uh, look, he's just been impressive, the uh, two wins that we've seen. Uh, plenty of talk for the three horse, Adam I Am, who has uh, the money come for. But gee, Channel Surfer's going to take all sorts of beating. Yeah, that's it. Like, I see there's a few quid coming for uh, Glenn Owens' horse. But like, we we think our horse is going to be better on a nicer track. So look, he he might get that tomorrow. Um, you know he 
he's done nothing wrong this time around and like he was you know as you say he he was he was highly thought of um last year and and look we we're we're fairly confident with him tomorrow Mm. Race number six, nod of the head. Uh, was a good run win fifth on the middle day at Hastings and uh, another of that ladder barn. Got a tricky draw to negotiate away from though there, Joe. Yeah, I I don't know if there'll be any beating that favourite. I'd say Romance in the Room uh, Romance in the Moon now will will take a fair bit of pegging back. Mm. Nod of the head on his day though, plenty of ability. Yeah, well able to go and, and you know, not disgraced the last day, so look, we're hopeful. Ladder again, Platinum 66 in the first leg of the quaddy was a really good run resuming. Has won a couple from just eight starts and has won at the 1400. Yeah, only just touched off um, last time. Yeah, should should be close. Um, yeah, def- definitely think we won't be far away in that one. Right, we go to the feature, uh, Joe, and you're riding the uh, ruling favourite here in Mustang Valley. Gee, she's uh, been impressive the last couple, particularly in the Arrowfield uh, plate on the middle day. She just uh, was far too good for them. Got conditions to suit on that occasion. You're uh, the best place to give us an opinion. Going to get a good track at Hastings. How will she cope? Sure, look, it, it may not be right up her alley, but... The thing is, she's got so much class and she's very, very honest. I think she'll be hard to beat. Got a really good draw, uh, Joe. She looks like a really tractable sort of a filly that you can place where you want her to. Where, where ideally does she sit and run? I'd say any, anywhere in the middle. You know, like fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, that would be kind of where I want to be. If if it's working out, like she she's funny, you know she she came alive at the six hundred last time and she just took off. So look, if I could get a get her covered up and and just let her relax the way around, and she she she's got a lot of class. So you know that that allows you to to ride them kind of however you want. Mm, and the thing is, we're in the spring of the year rather than the summer. So whilst it might come up as a good track, it's still got that uh, residual cushion in it from from coming through a winter, hasn't it? That's it. Like you know, look, she, she does have a small bit of form um, in stakes company on good ground. So like, it's it's not overly concerning um, for us at the minute. That you know, the boys are happy to go and and look. You know, they're probably very much in bonus territory with her. So it's. Uh, it's fantastic, you know. It's, it's great to be heading out in these big races, riding riding horses at sharp prices. Yeah, exactly. Talking <laughs> about one uh, that's in the market, race nine. That you ride express yourself and uh, look, drawn the bullet. I know you haven't ridden this one before, but the form's good, isn't it? Yeah, form strong. Um, like good draw. Everything looks to be, um, you know, in this one's favour. So. Like yeah, it'll be it'll be we'll be banging on the door anyway. And you got the uh, prize last time for uh, Patrick Campbell with Duncan Creek home track. Be a great way to finish out the day if you can get this one home. Was good last time. Yeah, no, he was. In fairness, he he's run some really good races this horse. He's he's not been the easiest horse to win with, but he, he you know he's 
he's running big races and I think in better company he actually they kind of drag him into it a bit better so look mm. we, we'd be hopeful um, you know I've no doubt Patrick will have the horse in absolutely A1 condition so you know we'll we'll try and pick them up up the straight if we can yeah a bit of luck of the Irish there the combination jockey and trainer eh <laughs> what's the best of them on the day for you Joe Chan- well Mustang Valley number one and then Channel Surfer I I can't, I can't see much beating them too. Well, good on you, Joe. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Safe riding on the weekend and look forward to a great day. No, brilliant. Thank you very much, guys, for having me on. Have a good day. Joe Doyle with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis to round things out. Butch, have a great weekend. Looking forward to it. Go, I wish, I win. <laughs>